listening to For Your Joy, a podcast provided by New King Church, where we seek to restore your faith in a world of discouragement. If you want to find out more about New King or learn how you can get connected with our network of like-minded churches in Burlington, Vermont, and surrounding areas, check us out at newkingchurch.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to For Your Joy podcast uh, presented by New King Church. We are currently sitting in the office behind the auditorium. So I'm used to saying the word sanctuary. Do you use the word sanctuary at all? I dislike it a lot. Okay, wow. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. I disliked it. Okay. Because it just, it, it feels inaccurate, you know? Okay. Yeah, so we're in the audit. So behind the auditorium, wow, man, I'm just I'm rocked right now. Did not know. Yeah, that. yeah. Okay, we'll never use that again. Holy place is what I prefer. Okay, holy place. Got it. So yeah. we are in the office behind the holy place. Which this would be the holy of holies. <laughs> I'm getting way off track here. Uh, today we have a uh, kind of a one-off special episode for you guys um, because we are going to be interviewing. Nathan Singh, and if you are a part of New King, uh, you probably know who Nathan is by this point. Uh, He just moved up here from Alabama, the same, um, he was going to the same church that Blair and I uh, were going to, and then felt the Lord calling us up to New King, and um, we are grateful that he and his wife Amanda have moved up here to join, be a part of New King. But I feel like I'm giving too much away, I don't want to give too much away. Um, so we're just going to take some time to hear his story, interview him, throw some crazy questions his way. Uh, my name's Lucius, by the way. I'm one of the, I guess, hosts of this podcast. And this is You kind of are the host. I guess I'm the host. Yeah, you're the expert. That's what I like to say. Um, I'm just the guy who talks Yeah. after you ask me a question. Yeah, expert. Uh, that's Ben and um, Nathan. Hey, guys. I'm Nathan. Hey, Nathan. Good to have you. It's good to be here. Good, good. Um, ben, what questions should we should we ask Nathan? So tell us, Nathan, a little bit about. Give us like the brief snapshot because we're shooting for like twenty five minutes here. Yeah. Um, give us the brief snapshot of your kind of calling into ministry generally. What Me that, personally, or us here? Uh, personally, yeah, because I know you haven't always been. A pastor and you've pursued some other things so yeah so um, I always grew up in church I was there from the moment I could be there my parents are um, firm believers and um, as I was in high school I felt a call to ministry as I was nearing um, college so originally I thought that was student ministry didn't turn out that it was um, but when not I was at, at in college, <laughs> not yet. Uh, when I was in college, um, I had the opportunity to travel overseas a couple of times, and the Lord uh, took me um, to East Asia to serve as a missionary for two years there. And then, as that was winding down, I began uh, to be interested in in ministry, um, pastoral ministry. So I went to seminary. And uh, served at a little bitty church uh, towards the end of my time, and um, 
moved to Arkansas for a little while and served in church and then went back to Kentucky. And um, the Lord provided an opportunity at Lifeway, uh, working with their publisher, which was kind of out of the blue, um, but was a really good uh, six years there. And then um, last summer, uh, the Lord gave me a position at our church back in Birmingham. So I uh, felt the desire to go back into pastoral ministry, and that's the way he did that. And then in the past year, he called us here to Burlington. It's exciting. Great. Yeah, that's awesome. What were the different um, positions in like places that you feel, I guess, specifically called to within the church? So like those, those positions you had in... Uh, was it Louisville where you would work and then mm-hmm. Arkansas? Like, what were the things that you were doing in ministry there? Yeah, in Louisville, uh, I was basically just like a pastoral intern. Um, so I did a lot of whatever needed to be done. Um, some of that was youth ministry. It was in a um, once vibrant neighborhood that was no longer that vibrant. So it was a church that was really struggling and uh, trying to make an impact in their in their community. Uh, so I, I, I did a lot with students there, uh, but preached some and did some other things like that. When I went to Arkansas, I was working in the missions department. So that was a church that um, had visited us a lot in East Asia. And so that's where that connection had come. And so I was really uh, expanding their local missions uh, and ministry opportunities there. And then uh, eventually when I came on staff in Birmingham at our church there at Valleydale, I was doing administrative things as well as membership. So what, what are some uh, spiritual gifts that you think that you have? Yeah, so <laughs> I, uh, I feel like uh, administrative things are probably – Number one, um, I feel like I have the gift of teaching. Um, yeah. So let me just throw this in. Most people may not know this, but Nathan has preached at New King before. I have yeah. preached at New King. Yeah. So he did very well. Four years ago, Lucius led the worship and I preached. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Back at Mater Christi, right? Is that where yeah. that was? Yeah. Wow. Back in the good old days. I just want to throw that in. Okay. So administrative teaching. Teaching, um, I I would say leadership as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are the primary ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to describe my gift. This isn't on a test that you're going to take in spiritual gifts, but I really describe my spiritual gift is I can help you do what the Lord has gifted you to do. Mm, that is a good spiritual gift. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, and I can. Uh, so I think. Maybe something that would be interesting to hear about is the role, I guess, Nathan and his wife Amanda played in mine and Blair's calling, specifically to Vermont. So when we were in Birmingham, uh, this is pretty funny. This just shows, you say you're a rule follower, Nathan, but I think that I think that's just an image you have of yourself. I'm a rule follower until I don't like the rule, and then I want to rewrite yes. the rule. So here's what happened to follow a new rule. So Blair and I, Blair and I, got married in August of 2017. Uh, I had been working at Valleydale for about a year, um, and Blair had been finishing up 
college. So she had started attending Valleydale like that summer. And then we got married. We were like, hey, we want to join a life group, maybe with some other couples. And, and then Valleydale had a couple of different uh, small groups, like with young married couples. Um, and so we joined this one class and it was all couples, married couples, and Nathan, this single guy. <laughs> And he was like, I want to be in life group with all these people, and I don't care about the title of this life group. That's I'm just true. I'm going to be here. That's true. So. It actually had been years since I had been in like a singles ministry because all the people that were my age were married, and yeah. I wanted to be with them, so, and I didn't care that they were married. Yeah. Were you even dating Amanda at that point? Uh, we started dating in October of 2017, so I don't think so. So soon after, yeah. yeah. So getting the life group together um, and it's a great, great small group with a lot of really um, biblical couples and families um, and grow a lot together. And then we would, we would do uh, one of the, one of my favorite parts about that group is a lot of the women would get together for a Bible study. Um, and then and a lot of the men would get together and that was almost every week. Right. I think so. Yeah. Um, and that was really cool. And so I think I, when I hear you talk about, <laughs> your spiritual gifts, I see all of those in specifically that men's group, mm-hmm. you know, the, the teaching and the leadership and, and there was no leader, but everyone kind of knew, didn't know, but everyone kind of unofficially was like, Nathan's the kind I of I started picking here. the things that we would study. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we would get to the end of a study and we'd all be like, what should we study? And then we'd all just look at Nathan. <laughs> and, and so, so I got to see that and benefit from that. And, and honestly through that, you know, during that time in that life group, those couple of years, Blair and I were being called up here. And so, um, just Nathan and Amanda, the way that, cause Amanda did a few years doing a cross-cultural ministry as well. Right, yeah, right? She was in Turkey and, and so, most of Europe. So, yeah. So they just have a heart for missions and, and wanting people to be faithful to go where they're called. And so they supported us and prayed for us and did a lot to help us get there. And so, so I actually have a distinct memory of us walking to the general store at Jay Peak and me looking yeah. at you and saying, so have you decided yet? And you were <laughs> yeah. like, yep, this is it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So four years ago on that trip where wow. uh, we, we served New King by taking some of the leadership on a little retreat up to Jay Peak and then ended the week with, uh, I got to lead worship and Nathan got to preach and that was, he led that trip. And that Blair and I came on, and mm. um, and that was really where, yeah, the Lord solidified that calling for us. And so it's just neat to see you a part of that story, mm. you know, like so connected with that story and now being here. Which I think is just worth saying for our listeners, like, and this is one big reason that we think it's worth doing mission trips mm. with groups that want to come up for a week and serve us, you know, I don't know if our church understands yeah, or has ever like really even thought through why do mm. we, why do we do this? Yeah. That's a big reason right there. You guys are a big reason why we do that. Uh, yeah. I think personally in my own life, every major change ministry wise has started because of a mission trip. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'll have to put some thought into that, Man. but I think it's probably pretty true. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, what you said, Nathan, that you're, you felt like your main spiritual gift, it made me think about uh, Ephesians chapter 4, where it says um, that he gave, that the Lord gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers, these, these giftings to the church, these leaders 
leadership giftings to the church to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. So like, what an awesome spiritual gift that, you know, I can't remember how you put it, but essentially you help people to do the work of ministry that God's called them to. Mm-hmm. That's what we are all trying to do. Um, anyway, just wanted to point that out. That was yeah. really cool. So I guess now, so we've heard your personal ministry calling, and that obviously Burlington is a part of it. But I guess dig into that one specifically to be here in Burlington at New King for you and Amanda as well. Yeah, so um, Amanda and I just always assumed um, that we would go somewhere, that we would be sent somewhere. So when Amanda and I first started dating, she was about to start a three-year, um, it was nursing school plus nurse practitioner, master's, all crammed into three years. And so we were kind of stuck, sounds bad, but we were kind of stuck in Birmingham until she finished that. So she finished that in August of 2020. Um, nope, August of 2021. And so in that time, we had been around, we had watched you and um, Blair move up here. I had been up here once. Uh, we had interacted with Ben and Tiffany a lot. And so uh, there was a lot of um, pressure, not in a bad way, but in a good way to maybe move up here. And we were like, well, we're stuck in Birmingham. So, you know, kindly leave us alone. <laughs> um, and we assumed that when Amanda finished grad school, that we would be sent. Um, But the reality is that I don't know that we were really pursuing that in our own lives because it just was clearer and clearer that the Lord was establishing establishing us in Birmingham. So I got a random call one day from Valleydale. Uh, Could I go to lunch with the executive pastor? And he offered me a job at lunch. Um, And then it's really hard to find a, a nurse practitioner job in Birmingham. But Amanda found one. Uh, we really were doing our dream jobs. Uh, we were getting ready to buy a house. Her parents had just moved to Birmingham. All of our people seemed to be collecting in mm. one spot. And, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. That should have been a major red flag. Um, and so we came up here just to visit. Everyone thinks it was a secret vision trip. It wasn't. We were just coming on vacation uh, back in March. And um, that's when Ben forced us to pray at his kitchen table and asked the Lord to call us here. And, uh, I don't think I've heard that story. I don't remember it. So we like reluctantly that. did. <laughs> and um, so we went back home and my D group, um, was starting in Philippians, and I started reading the introduction and a commentary to Philippians. It was all about church planning. And then that Sunday, uh, our pastor had was on a trip in Greece, and um, in addition, they did the seven churches, and um, he sent a video sermon from Philippi, and he's standing on... Uh, the Via Ignatia, which is a Roman road that was built 200 years before Paul walked in to share the gospel Mm -hmm. in Philippi. And so that story comes from Acts 16, where um, Paul and um, Barnabas were wanting to go somewhere, but the Holy Spirit forbid them to go. And they tried somewhere else, and that didn't work. 
So Paul's asleep. He has a vision from the Macedonian man who says, hey, come here and help us. And so they go. And I knew in that sermon that the Lord had called us to mm. Burlington. Mm. Wow. Uh, and so I went home. I told Amanda. She also knew because I squirmed a lot. She knew what was happening. <laughs> uh, so I went home and I said, hey, I think we're moving to Burlington. And she's like, nope, nope, no, no, the Lord has us here. And um, we swapped personalities. So I love a plan and Amanda's just happy to be here. And I said, no, 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 we're going to go. It'll all work out. And she was like, I don't think that it will. I was like, no, it's going to. We don't need to know what's going to happen tomorrow. The Lord will help us. So uh, later that week, I had a phone call with actually both of you. Um, And uh, Ben's was first. And I answered the phone and like words just started coming out of my mouth. And I said, the Lord's going to have to do a bigger miracle to keep us in Birmingham than he is to move us to Burlington. Mm -hmm. And uh, we even threw out dates on that phone call <laughs> of that when we would you move. Were expecting. <laughs> it was, uh, and so we struggled with that through that calling. Um, Amanda uh, finally got there. Um, her heart was always there, even before mine. But her head just wasn't. Mm-hmm. She was starting a new job and just really loved it. And so. Um, we had a major setback a couple of weeks after we had said that. Um, some people that we thought were going to really be supportive were not super supportive. And so we asked the Lord to give us one more sign. And at this point, the Lord had given us a hundred signs. Yeah. We just said one more. We just need one more. And so uh, in a meeting, the Lord used Acts 16 all over again in my life. Mm. And then uh, the next day, Amanda got a phone call from Burlington, and a gentleman uh, by the name of James uh, was interviewing for her for a job, and uh, they started talking about church, and where he went to church, and while we were moving up here, and then James said, hey, do you know that Vermont is the least church state in America? Mm. And Amanda said, yeah, that's why we're coming. And he said... Good, we need you. So wow. uh, the Macedonian man didn't come to us in vision. He called Amanda wow. on the phone. <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, and so from that point on, that was kind of our. All right, this is for sure what the Lord has for us. It's really cool thinking about how God, obviously, like God knew this before time, right? But. But the fact, but I, what I want to point out is he knew this very clearly and he wanted to show you that he knew this like four years ago because you had a sign four years ago, right? So, yeah. So, like, winter, like, Christmas time of 2018, um, the Prestons had come to visit because they weren't going to be able to come to our missions conference that year. And uh, I made Amanda come visit you, or come meet you. And so we, um, you know, we're charmed by the Prestons, like everybody gets charmed <laughs> by the Prestons, Amen. and they left. And so it was like a week or two later, we went to Cracker Barrel, and there was a newspaper ad on the wall from like 1920, and it said, Sunday School Outing to Burlington. And so I took a picture of it, and I sent it to Ben, and I said, is this a sign from the Lord? And Ben said, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I just laughed and laughed and laughed. I thought it was so funny. Jokes on me. <laughs> newspaper clipping 
in a Cracker Barrel in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. Talking about a Sunday school outing to Burlington, yeah, to Burlington Vermont. What? In the to world? Burlington, Vermont. And it was like at the table you sat at. Oh, right? yeah. It was on our table. Like we sat at the table, you know, like if you've ever been to Cracker Barrel, they have stuff all over the walls. It was literally like centered on, like I didn't have to look for it. I just looked at the wall and it was like Burlington. <laughs> Okay, that's uncomfortable. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. So, as I mean, as you know, and as many of you listening know, we feel the mission of New King and the vision that the Lord has given us is to be a church planting church. You know, we want to we want to send people out even when it's tough um, who are feeling the Lord leading and calling. Um, so having very recently gone through that kind of experience, that calling, moving, um, you know, our consistent prayer is that people in our church and maybe people listening to this would be feeling that calling to go mm-hmm. where the Lord is leading them, to understand the assignment he's given them, um, which is tough a lot of the times. So what would you what would you say to them right now, just being in the middle of that transition? To people that feel like they're sent or... Yeah, yeah, to go, to feel like, who feel like... God's starting to prick their hearts for something. Yeah, I would say um, don't run from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And the Lord is not out to trick you. If you feel like there's a calling on your life and you're questioning whether that's the Lord, if it's a good calling, it is for sure the Lord. Mm-hmm. The enemy did not call us to Burlington to share the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so don't doubt the Lord, even when he gives you really good things. We were living the best season of either of our lives. Mm-hmm. We had the best relationships that we ever had. We were in the church that we loved the most. We were in the jobs that we loved the most. We were in a house that we loved, that we were renting, that we were about to buy a new house in the area. Everything, like all the boxes that we could have created were there. And um, the Lord called us to something new, and um, it just wasn't worth our time to tell him no. And it felt so right from the beginning. And the thing that the Lord has taught us, he taught us a thousand things, but is that believers are the only people on earth that can experience true joy and true sorrow at the same time. And it's worth looking at the people that you love the most in the face and telling them goodbye yeah. to do what the Lord wants you to do and to have joy in that new calling. Mm-hmm. And it really encourages people to follow the Lord. You yeah. know, when you give up everything to come and follow the Lord, it encourages other people to do that. And there are really hard things happening back home in Birmingham that we could have said, this isn't the right time the lord wants us to stay here um but what i kept telling people over and over and over again is that you want to miss us in our obedience Mm. far more than you want to be with us in our disobedience Mm. good word and a couple a couple principles i want to just like highlight i know we're getting close to time here but that i'm seeing here that's so important one is that this was god's idea so if somebody's wrestling with a move, uh, I, I would want them to ask the question, was this our idea or was, or is this God's idea? Yeah. Um, and because we say, we say bye to people all the time. And, and sometimes when we're saying goodbye to people, the question in my mind is, 
was this your idea or God's idea? Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we're this is so transient, and I would love to see people commit to here if yeah. God isn't calling them away. I think yeah. that's one thing I'd want to say. Yeah. Commit to live here because there is great need here, and God's doing a work here. If, if God isn't calling you away, then stay and commit. This is your calling if God isn't calling you somewhere else. And if he is calling you, it will be his idea. It probably won't be the like logical, <laughs> this makes so much sense thing. And then one other principle I just want to point out is you left a place of great blessing and health, right? And, and that's the way it ought to be. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think majority of the time God doesn't call us away because like um, it's, we're just in a bad season and we just need to escape it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really important thing that um, is an awesome example in your story. And I, I think that had we answered that calling sooner in that four-year time period of me coming up here for the first time, it would have been an escape. It wouldn't mm-hmm. have been mm-hmm. yeah. a calling. Mm-hmm. Um, it was during COVID. Amanda was a nurse. It was terrible. I was not super happy at my job. Um, but the Lord started really like a spring in our life where all of these things were coming up new and beautiful. Um, and you just don't want to, just don't, don't live your life running from something. Yeah. And one, one other thought on that, I just, I think that is the picture we get of the calling for Paul and Barnabas from Antioch. Yeah. It seems like they were in a really sweet church, Mm. an amazing church that remained their home church that they would return to. But, I mean, it's a church with great leadership there, with an abundance of fellowship there. there there's obviously something special happening in Antioch, and God calls them away. And and also the when, when God calls Paul away from Ephesus, and they're like weeping together mm-hmm. on the beach, you know, and it's yeah. like there's, this was a, these were dear, dear friends that he had to leave. Yeah. Well, and I think it's important to know that we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Valley Dell mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. those sweet relationships. Yeah. And um, some of those things are really tangible. You know, we got a new load of Amazon goodies yesterday, <laughs> but yeah. also just like prayer, mm-hmm. even for people that I don't know, yeah. mm-hmm. um, that only was established because of that good season that we had where we just dove in where if we knew that we were going to leave our personalities would have been to stay away and not to dig deep um but the lord was so good to allow us to dig deep yeah praise god Mm -hmm. well thanks for sharing your story answering some questions and um yeah overall i hope this is encouraging to uh the listeners as they hear what God's doing here at New King mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully encouraging to you too, Nathan, as you reflect and yeah, we're, we're so excited uh, to be here and it's way more fun to be on the exciting side of it than the yeah. sorrow, but uh-huh. even the sorrow for side of it, it was worth it. And the Lord was so good to us yeah. in this moment. So yeah. we're, mm-hmm. we're glad to be in the meeting people and fun stage yeah. for mm-hmm. a little bit though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Glad you're here. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we will continue in... Actually, we hadn't really started any particular series. We're going to continue to discern how the Lord 
uh, would want to teach us so that we can um, just impart encouragement and faith and joy uh, through this um, podcast that we are just really privileged and honored to do. And um, I hope you would consider these things as the Lord might be calling you, whether it is, as Ben said, to stay and dig into um, a place that can be encouraging where you can grow and bear fruit um, or discern if the Lord is calling you away. And, and, and as Nathan said, do not run from that. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Um, but continue to, to pray for Nathan and Amanda during this transition. Um, we're excited to have them here and, and can't wait to see the, uh, the fruit of ministry that the Lord will bless them with. Um, but until next time, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.